Welcome back to the Cold Pizza Podcast. My name is Bailey. I have... Sean hasn't been on the podcast before. Everybody else has been here, right? Yes. Okay. Blair, Chance, RJ, and Joe. This is actually Joe's last podcast with us for a while. Unless we phone him in. Um, what does that mean? I don't know. Phone it's a like phone a friend. Phone better. a friend. I thought you yeah, said like phone me in, but... Do you, you want to explain why you're leaving us? Or do you want to keep that? I mean, he... I got a new job, so I work out a different area. <laughs> that was a very descriptive... Different uh, area. Boy, you're going across the damn country. The map. That's about but as far as you can get minus Alaska. That's okay, Hawaii. though, because that gives us an excuse to go out, fly out, and do the Gambler 500 with them this summer. What do they have in Oregon that's actually cool? Football. Plaid. Mountains. I'm, I'm one hour from a desert, one hour from the mountains, one hour from the ocean, and also... I'm sorry about tapping. I apologize. I'm talking too loud. Okay. Uh, well, there's lots of climates there and things to do off-road. I think you're dumb because you're going to get out there and all you're going to see is corn, which is great for <laughs> ethanol. There's no, you, you he's not moving to Lancaster, Blair. <laughs> this is not Wyoming. All right. Well, Oregon and Wyoming let, are not far apart. Go ahead. We're actually, this podcast is being recorded. This is kind of like a hoodie release party. The new hoodies are live on the site. So if you go to horsepowerandpizza.com, Go snag one of these Johns, because they are hot. I am super excited about them. We're literally all six of us are sitting here wearing the same hoodie. We look so. like we're in a small-time gang. Yes. Or a family on vacation This together. is a real gang. Don't yes, say that, that word. This is, yeah. And if, you're, and if you're all about the coziness, like, I don't know, my, my one-wear challenge on this one, right? Shout out Dave Portnoy. Like, this is like, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a solid, like, 8.6 out of 10. Like, full cozy. Thank you. The, You're welcome. RJ did the photos for me last night, and then I was like, how about we just do more while we're here at Chance's house? So that's what we did. But um, the topic this week, I'm going to let Blair and RJ duke this out because I have a little bit of back-end stuff that I need to catch up on, and then I'm going to jump back in. We got a new mic, by the way, so hopefully this audio quality is better. I apologize. Two weeks ago was absolute trash. But... um. I'll, um, I'll let you guys fight it out. Uh, Blair's like ready to lunge across the I'm table. I'm just happy right now. that we're separated because here's, here's I'd the be deal. throwing him somewhere. We're going to get into this. I don't believe it. But I want you and Chance to explain what happened last weekend. Do you want to do that first? I'd rather. I'd rather. We'll wait. We'll do the end. So okay. basically, what we're going to talk about today is like what is, as a, the, the broadest the, uh, definition is what defines what is a sports car and what isn't a sports car. And I know Blair gets very heated about this. This is a major point of contention for all of us. Is it a sports car based on the doors, the horsepower, the mission of the vehicle, purpose of intended function? What defines a sports car? And is it like a sub-discussion later? When do you switch to supercar and when do you switch from supercar to hypercar? These are all topics that are going to be covered. RJ and I have been going back and forth at each other casually. Months. Four months. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. RJ Shouts. and I have been together for four months now. Bless. We um, love that. Not really. I bad. argue that purpose of intended function defines a sports car. And I'll give you the, like, the spark notes. If you take a Miata, it's lightweight, has rear-wheel drive, a limited slip differential, solid brakes... It's not fast. Speed does not define a sports car. Has virtually no creature comforts. I mean, cruise control and power windows, obviously air conditioning, but there's no radar cruise control. There's no automatic climate control. It's just a car designed to drive for fun. But at the same time, you will sit here and argue with me mm -hmm. and tell me that a Mercedes CLS, C6, or CLS 63 AMG is not a sports car. Go on. Yeah. Every, every every Mercedes product, save the NAC63, not even the new ones, is a sports car. AMG GTR? GTC? GTS? Uh, this isn't a sports car, is that what you're saying? Not is. <laughs> Here's, so we'll back that up and we'll kind of play off what you were saying. My whole definition with a sports car is, you know, occasional track days. Like, when, you, when I start thinking, like, E46 M3. First car that comes to mind, right? You have an NA fun, approachable car that's not going to scare the ever living hell out of you, uh, that you can take to a track day, that you can rip down a back road, that you can use at about 75% on the road before it gets scary. Go take a 720 on the road, 
Tell me what a, a McLaren 720S is going to do on the road, and it will terrify you. Take, you know, a lot of the hyper... Or, or the, so you're saying a 720S is not a, I, sport, I, a sports car? I would say that's a level above a sports car. Like, okay. I feel like a sports car is like, like if you think way back to first-generation Corvette, right? MGBs, Austin Healy's, right? That was a sports car of its light. It's very particular, right? It is a, you know... Burns oil. And I and I, I'm very Typical proud of myself. Motors. Nobody really nobody really like embraced my Facebook post of this, but like I shared the Ronco commercial of like his knife set for three easy payments of thirteen thirty three. I watched it, but I didn't <laughs> It's yeah. so entertaining, but he has sixteen thousand knives on the table. And you're like, Okay, you don't need that many knives, right? And it's got the pear cutting knife, the apple cutting knife. It's got the Lindbergh cheese cutting knife. So that's, you know, and you have all these different things. I feel like within the car market, there are a lot of segments. Same thing you can do with music. There is big block, and then there's like a like a, uh, a spectrum within that. My feeling is sports car harkens back to spirited driving. Yes, you can spirited drive in just about anything. You want to take a GT3 RS on a back road? Sure, go ahead. But you're going to be, you know, unless you're really, really good... You're gonna be endangering other people, and you're gonna be going. Ham you don't have. On a back road. You, all right, but uh, you don't have to give it everything it's got. Just because it can't. Just because a 720 is is a rocket, and a G3 is a rocket. G2 RS, for example, is an absolute monster. We all know this. Yeah. Just because it's just because that doesn't mean you have to push it to that limit on a on a public road. So in your mind, are supercars not sports cars? I was I, I was, I was, I was, I was thinking about the same thing, Charles. You can have sports cars that are supercars. You don't. You can have, but I don't think you can have a super. Yeah, I don't think you. Can, you there is this thing as a supercar that isn't a sports car. The way I worded this earlier is: all motorhomes are recreational vehicles, but not every recreational vehicle is a motorhome. And by that logic, I feel that a supercar and a hypercar are both sports cars. Agreed. So yeah. you're saying top level domain wise, there's only small blocks, right? <laughs> there's tons of genres, but within. So do you see it as a segmented line? Whereas it is, okay, from, you know, and I'm just giving examples, from 250 to 500. It's not, it's not about car. horsepower number. It's right, right. Number. But I'm just trying to give you, like, an example. Like, is it a segmented line or is it circles within that, right? So you have the inner circle is the hypercar. The outer circle, the when middle you get circle into is the supercar. And then, like. When you get into the supercar thing, a lot of people use, like, supercars become where the motor's at. Uh, okay. A lot of people use that argument. It's like, all right, if, if supercars have motors in the back. That's supercar. Uh, the cash, the exception, like, I don't know the exceptions, but like the counterpoints are going to be the, the F12 or the A12 Superfast or, uh, a Corvette ZR1 or, um, which you're saying are all front a engine Vulcan, Viper. a Vulcan front engine uh, supercar. Yeah. Hypercar. So I mean, you look at a Vulcan and you go one hell of a sports car. That car fucks. Uh, I'm not doubting uh, that, but are you going to be able to say that? This car is a sports car. 100%. I feel like this is purpose-built, super-specific, no longer a sports car. I think it falls into being a sports car. I think it's the, the circle. Could be defined better. The circle definition, like you said earlier. I don't know it's if I like diagram. the circle. I, I like, like the circle. I like the circle. I'm kind of on board. I think I, the, like a dartboard. I think the sports car definition is purely based down to what the manufacturer built the car to do. Was the car designed to be a daily drivable road-going car? Or was it built with the intent of, for a person to specifically enjoy driving this in a spirited sense? And that can be any car from a Miata all the way, or Civic Si, mm -hmm. all the way to a Senna, to a, 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 a whatever, anything. Uh, a Vulcan, um, a, an 812 Superfast, a AMG GT. Mm -hmm. um, those cars were built, designed, that the mentality was, this is not a normal car. People don't just buy this car every day. This is a... Someone with it is never your only car. Disagree, disagree, because a Civic Si can be your only car. An FRS can be your only car. I, 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 I mean, it, FS can be your only technically, car. an A12 Superfast can be your only car. Um, a Ford can't car. be. I mean, it can. Why can't it? If you have that kind of money, it's probably not. But my point is, is that the manufacturer didn't design the car around it being economical. And uh, oh, and, I, and I agree with that. 100%. It has it has they, they they sacrificed some effort of it being an economical, comfortable, whatever standard vehicle to make it more poor The the good, best example I can think of, almost like good, is, is the Civic Si. The Civic is perfect. It's an excellent daily driver. Everybody knows that. The Civic Si still a fantastic daily, but they definitely there's a slight sacrifice on road comfort. Mm -hmm. The gas mileage isn't quite as good, but the car is faster. It's a little sportier to drive. It has a better feel. 
still an excellent car daily drive. You can deal with that car for the rest of your life. And it would, and I think that's a sports car. I think something that we should run through just really quick to give everybody a sense of where our heads are at is I'm just going to name a car. And I don't want to tear into it. Oh, I got I the wanna, internet ready. Don't worry. We got I want list. a simple, I'm going to ask the name of a car. And we're going to go around in the circle with no discussion and say, is it a sports car? Yes or no? We're going to piss a lot of people listening gonna, off. I'm very excited, excited about it. Welcome <laughs> right, to Cold Pizza on, Podcast. RJ is going to piss a lot of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's start. Let's keep it simple. A Mazda Miata. Yes. Yep. Uh, I say yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a sports car. Everyone agrees it's a sports car. Only if it has an automatic, or a manual transmission, sorry. Ooh. We'll, we'll cover yeah, that. What if your name's Sam Griner and you shot your leg off with your Kimber and then you only have one leg? We're talking yes automatic. or no, not okay, Sam Griner. How the hell are you? Miatas <laughs> <laughs> are all sports cars. Okay. Chevrolet Corvette. Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's a sports car. Now we're going to hit the middle of the road. A performance-ish coupe. Lexus RCF. Yep. Yes. RJ sighing. Um, I'm thinking. The only thing that keeps me from that is automatic transmission, but I'm going to say no. Okay, Joe? I'm going to say yes. I, that's in the gray area, but yeah. Okay, I, now we're going to... I'm back, fam. I'm trying to get in on this. Come on in. You're, you're, a, moderator. you're, you're a moderator. <laughs> I, um... Is it RC... This is a yes or no? RCF? Yes. Yes. Okay, now we're going to start blurring the line here a little bit. If you go out and buy a Panamera Turbo S, is that a sports car? Yes, I believe it is. Yeah. No. I'm actually with RJ on this one. I don't think it is. Joe? When I think of Panameras, I think of moms. Moms can drive sports cars. My mother has a 91 MR2. <laughs> I never Shut said your mouth. I never said Glory is a wonderful <laughs> woman. Is a My mom almost bought a WS6 Trans Am to daily drive. Like, brand new. God I think, I I think, I think it's a sports car, but I don't <laughs> think it's, it's the most traditional one. I mean, what, what was it? Turbo S? Panamera, Panamera Turbo, Turbo S. S. Hell yeah. Now I'm just saying this line gets blurry because it seems right now, Lancer Evolution, sports car, yes or no? Two of the people sitting at this table own these vehicles. Is it a sports car? I say yes. I say yeah. I mean, obviously I say I'm yeah. in the same boat. We're yes here. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, now I'm going to make it worse. RJ, we want you to disagree. Is a Lancer Rally Art a sports car? No. Yes. No. Yeah. All right, hold no. on a second. I, 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 I would say the Evo. That wing is stop, definitely stop. a sacrifice. From someone that, uh, at least in the Evo 10 version of the Rally Art, still all, it's all-wheel drive, yep. it's turbocharged, and it has a double-clutch transmission. Did they make manuals? Not for the Rally Art. You have the double-clutch. It's the only one. Which all is right. the same double-clutch that comes in the Evo. It's Fun. the same motor. It's a smaller turbo, and it's still all-wheel drive. Fun you don't fact, get Brembo's or Recaro's. I wanted one of those for the longest time. I, I wanted those over an Evo because I had no idea what it was. Maybe the Evo 9, 8, 7, the older rally arts, which are still front-wheel drive, I don't think they're turbo either. I don't believe... I mean, yeah, see, it's the thing. It's it's You're sacrificing for the car to be more built around performance as opposed to comfort and uh, economy. Right. This is where I go back to the words purpose of intended function. And back to my whole like blanket analogy of RVs and motorhomes. If you look at, Sean brought this up on his phone to bring it up as a point, E63S wagon. Is that a sports car? No. I, RJ says no, I but say I no. say yes. With the logic being of the ride isn't as good as an E350 wagon. It's wicked fast. If you're not aware, the E63S AMG is the fastest Mercedes-Benz production car that accelerates to 0 to 60. Faster than anything in the past, up to current date, the fastest. The hilarity that the wagon is faster than this sedan is literally just amazing. God bless Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> Squatability. But that's what I'm squats. saying. Whenever you get to a point where you put the priority of a driver of enjoying themselves, cutting up a back road, flooring it on the mm -hmm. highway, and I'm saying you can sit in your M5, which in my opinion is still a sports car, on the highway at 65 miles an hour and it's beautiful. It rides like a 528i. It's comfortable. It's fast. When somebody that you want to pass is in your way, you can do 60 to 100 in a, the blink of an eye. It is a sports car. No matter how many doors it has, no matter what wheels are driven, the purpose of intended function is a sports car. And if your intention is to go fast, have a dynamic chassis that feels good, put a focus on steering weight, cut like the whole package. I'm not saying it's horsepower. I'm not saying it's dry wheels. I'm not saying it's the suspension, but when you put a conceited effort into a whole vehicle 
to appeal to a driver who wants to drive dynamically, you make a sports car. That's, Even if RJ Kreesok disagrees. Well, I'm coming in with the opinion. Uh, to me, that screams Grand Tour, right? To me, a sports car should be the vehicle that you say on Sunday morning, I'm going to go get coffee. We're not your dad. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. But my dad is your dad. Right. So, But here's my thing. Like, To me, a sports car should be very, you know, once again, purpose built, agree. But I should not be able to take me and my wife and my best friend and his wife and listen to Beethoven and sit on the Autobahn at 135 and just be like, Rides pretty good, huh? Stiffer suspension, but that's how it rides. You know what I mean? That's not, to me, what a sports car is. What a sports car is, is I am going to drive. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. That's all I want to do. I bought this vehicle to drive on a back road, to do on a back road, because anything more than that, like, like I feel like you should be able to, you know, not be scared of the car on back roads. I've been in some very fast vehicles on back roads and to me it's like i would rather something that has more approachability See, that's, 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 that's like sports preference cars. right you but that's get, where i feel the sports so car if you're is. i mean so if i'm in my it's like I, I don't like back roads i don't like going to track i like to drag race that's it that's what i do is i build i like cars that go i like to go to the strip that's my thing so if that's your intended if that's what you like to do with cars uh a tesla model s p100d is a 2.4 seconds here is it will crush most cars at a drag strip. The new Roadster. Would you 1. say? 1.9 apparently. Yeah, hold on a second. Tesla Model or Model S P100D sports car. No. Because you can't do it on back roads? Because I feel like it got- shines. Maybe this is the better way I can I can verbalize it. It shines most in a 0 to 60 or on the highway. It doesn't shine. Like, to me, I feel like sports car, once again, calls back to MGA, Austin Healy, of why, light, so, fun, like a Lotus Elite, is, very sports car. Why does it have to be the debt? I don't think that's a fair definition to a lot of cars. But that's just the way that I feel like a sports car is. That, I'm not saying that so, this no, is no, the no, be-all I, I, But I feel like the way you're approaching it is that you're using your definition of sports car or for what your what your personal appeal is. I don't think that's fair to the rest of the cars. And uh, and I say that in the sense, like, all right, when I think of a sports car, I like I want a back roads car, but it, just because it's not a back roads car doesn't mean it's not a sports car. Right. That's that's where um. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I can see that. I mean, when you guys are ready, we're gonna play some roulette. So you just are you just doing car roulette? Yeah. Somebody gets to just <laughs> call out and say yes or no. Well, go ahead. I'm. I'm. I. Thirty-five hundred rear wheel drive with a big block. It's got four ton gears. You said 3,500? It's not a sports car. He's no, talking about a, a, a truck. truck. He's talking about <laughs> one ton. Chevy, one ton, 454. Yeah, it's got, it's got steeper gears. It's got, it's got a steeper ride. ride. It's ready they, to take off 0, 60. So, so hold on. I no, but no, it's back. We said intended purpose. That was built to? Oh, shit. Is the 1,500 SS a sports car? No. It's a coupe. It's got 454 cubic inches. It's got But that's what I'm saying. Listen, I'm going to beat this in your heads till you're repeating in your sleep. Purpose of intended function. And I want to cover what... purpose of intended function? I mean... Yes, uh, but uh, the purpose of intended function is not driving enjoyment. Hold on. I want to cover something here that RJ talked about. You can take your... You want a car that you go out on the weekends, take your wife and your, you know, your wife's best friend and his, her husband, whatever your gender preference. I want to know why an Evo isn't a sports car or why you're on the fence about that because that is a car... That right. I can put three other people in, can comfortably drive to work every single day, rain, shine, snow, volcano, you name it, I'm taking my Evo to work. And you can run tens. And that's a feasible <laughs> thing. And you can run tens. So is an, an Evo is a sports car. And by that logic, I can do the same thing in my CLS. I can do the same thing in my M5, my M3 sedan. You talk about the E46, which if you didn't know, an M3 only came in coupe and convertible. But the E92 M3 came in coupe, convertible, wagon in Europe, and sedan. It did. Did you really? Limited production. I didn't know that. I thought it was custom made. There's a couple of them that are custom made if I had more money. In the United States. God bless. Yeah, the conversions. But here's the key. You can buy an M5 Touring overseas up to E60 generation. So it that is a sports car to me. It, it's, if you can get somebody in the back seat, that's an added benefit to your sports car. That doesn't make it less of a sports car. What about a, what about a GTR? Sports car. 
I've sat in the back before. I don't know how you can define that a GTR as anything. The GTR is actually a, a supercar. I, I believe it's a supercar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to agree. Yeah. A supercar I agree. Was, uh, hold See, on. because I am linear in my belief of things. I am not inclusive. Like, you cannot look at a McLaren Senna and go... Sports car, hundred percent. Yeah, no, you can't. Yes, it is. Why you can't. No, you can't. I'm it can be a sport. As I said before, it can be a sports car and a supercar and a hypercar. And well, I put the McLaren Senna in hypercar status. Yeah, I do too. But but I'm to get the super or hypercar status, so how do you, I say you have to pass you sports back to reality, car. What's a Grand Prix GT? Front wheel drive, With a not a sports car. Mm. It sounds Yo, like what about the V8? Impala SS, SS. yeah, the front wheel drive. It's got ones. a bigger motor. They sacrificed some things. Yeah, no, the Impala. SS. If you're gonna sit here at the table, screw you, and tires. tell me that a Impala SS is a sports car, but a Charger SRT8 isn't, or an M5 isn't, I will castrate oh, you. Oh no, in the parking I don't believe. Lot. I don't believe it. Can can we just let me step on some toes here? We're ready. I love you may. You, you know the M5 is like. The perfect, the perfect car, in my opinion. The new one, first all-wheel drive M car. Last generation. Not first all-wheel drive M car, X5 so, and X6. Yeah, yeah. Okay, car, car, <laughs> car, car. I'm sorry, I'm well aware, not sports activity I'm well aware vehicle? Yes, it's not an SAV. BMW, it shout out. first all-wheel drive M car. The last generation, the F10, was the first forced induction m5 but before that the e60 with the v10 in it that's a supercar i don't care any nah. that, that is a that is a supercar just because it hit 200 that bitch will do 212 miles an hour does not offer i don't think it offers supercar performance because it goes that fast i don't think an e60 m5 is a supercar yeah i i understand it was it was one of the, i think it was the first sedan ever to do 200 i believe mm, no, I, 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 mercedes was yeah no i was gonna say ctsv I don't remember. Anyway, no, but no. okay, here's the deal. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Oh man. <laughs> that is a supercar. Bold words from a 435 ion. I did I had okay. Boom, I, I, I don't even have to explain myself. They were the same price, and I knew the 435 wasn't gonna send the rods through the block two weeks uh, after I bought it. Yeah, see, supercar to me, it, it, it like it's gotta be a whole package to like you can't like Okay, the car at 200 miles an hour, yeah. You're not flying around a racetrack in a supercar. Supercar, I start, I factor in racetrack performance on a supercar, personally. Fair enough. Um, and Fair I think enough. supercar, I again, M5 is not a car that comes to mind. Uh, I heard M5 and my pants got tight. That's why I jumped up you from have what a problem. I was doing. And- Whenever you start tattooing BMW roundels around your nipples, let me know. Um, this would be some small roundels, boy. Your <laughs> nipples, not mine. It's confidential. <laughs> So let me hop in here quick. So if we're saying that the requirement is a four-door vehicle to hit two hundred thousand or two hundred miles an hour, does the twenty seventeen Bentley Flying Spur W twelve S count as a sports car? Yeah, yeah. sports car. Yes, really? but yes. a supercar. No, luxury supercar Grand now. Tour. So sport Grand Tour. If the, the, you're going the, to say luxury <clears throat> Grand Tour. And you're going to sit here and tell me that an Aston Martin DBS is not a sports car. Is it naturally aspirated? Yes. Is it manual? Yes. Is it rear-wheel drive? Yes. Cool sports car. So wait, why is... Because he has an opinion and it doesn't make sense. What about an M6 Grand Coupe? Uh, No, too big. Too big. It's not a sports car. So to me, so the McLaren F1 long tail, the original that is longer than your sedan... Is not a sports car, no. It's a supercar. Or maybe even a hypercar. You're because si- to me, I feel like it's all about ratios. The whole thing is about ratios. Any vehicle that has, like... I don't want to say it. I really don't. Because I know I'm going to see it. the player do a backflip. Toyota Supra. The new generation. Sports car. Yeah. I because... Proper size, proper power to rate ratio, it's not overkill. Everything is in balance. If you look at a 720, it's in balance. If you look at an E46 M3, it's in balance. You start looking at the F80 generations. Demon. Too much power. Demon. Not a sports car. You're an idiot. 
That thing weighs like two tons. It's definitely <laughs> Demon a, is the first ever, <laughs> ever production vehicle capable of running a nine-second quarter mile. Can I say yeah, why, what does that matter? Why is that not a sports car? That's definitely some bad thing, baby. Because it's a crap. Bro, there's dudes with S10s that do meth that have no teeth. On the car. The okay, but you, you can buy an S10 no, from Chevy and do that. My point is, not everybody's about the back road. Not everybody's about, it's every, people like to drag race. I would never buy a Hellcat. I don't think anybody at this table would different ever buy a Hellcat. Different strokes for different folks. I would buy a Hellcat. Only a or, D, or Demon, oh, whatever. Yeah, but my point, my point being is, the Demon is every bit a sports car. Every bit. It's almost a supercar. The car has uh, so no, much... I will say the Demon is a supercar. Uh, it's, I don't think it's quite there. Walk home, bitches. It's a supercar in its own domain. I, I can agree with that. Oh, yeah, that, the supercar thing, uh, really, I, I always like, hear... Like, like, the supercar of running nine seconds, like, nobody else does well, that. The classic argument I always hear for supercar versus, um, uh, like, I guess Grand Tour, whatever he was saying, is the engine position. A uh, buddy of ours, Reed, who has a very similar viewpoint on sports cars as uh, RJ does. If it has four doors, not a sports car, Reed. But moving on... The motor in the back, supercar. Motor not in the back, not supercar. Period. LFA not a supercar. Corvette. I'm sorry. Yeah, Corvette zero. zero one not a supercar. New Corvette. No doors. Supercar. I, mean, I think the Corvette is a supercar. The new no. ZR1 is a C6 ZR1 supercar. Supercar. No. When it came out, uh, the C6 ZR1 was, was supercar. You can do 200, yes. it's a supercar. I'm sorry. Base C5. Boom. Joe is on my side of this argument. Zero. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. C6 Z06 sports car. Agreed. ZR1. Super. Agreed. Agreed. That's my logic. I'll, I'll agree with that. Literally, the upgraded power difference. I don't want to say you're correct, but you are. I think a Z06 is a very. on. That's It's, it's sitting balance. there. It's on the it's edge of the cliff. Yeah. You are one Chinese choo choo boy away from supercar. You're one lopey boy away from being Let's supercar. talk about some weird cars, some weird sedans. Contour. Ford Contour SVT. Unified speed. And I don't know what else. It's front, a supercharged front wheel, V6. Front wheel drive, 200 something horsepower. Not a sports car. Chevy SS. Wait a minute. You just said the Chevy Impala SS is a sports car? No, no, no. no. Okay, I'm sorry. It's a sports car. Chevy SS. Uh, we're on our. Oh, see, but then we're you're going to get me there the, because my, in my mind, and I think it might be the amount of weight, too, because. In my mind, Chevy SS, not a sports car. BMW, help me with the generation here. 550M. No. No, no, uh, but no, that's my comparison that I'm using. Current 550M? Oh, no, 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 no. What's the uh, <clears throat> the one they always compare the SS's to? The, the one that Luke has. No. Oh, the, the E39. E39. E30, so, Chevy SS, not a sports car. Too heavy. She, uh, uh, BMW E39 M5. Sports car. Look up the curb weights because I bet you any money. I hope to other damn not close. close. I hope damn to close. Let's throw something scary. Within in 200 here. pounds. I'll, I'll Hold look on. Up, I will look up the E39. I'll look up Mazda the Chevy SS. Speed 6. Sports car. Yeah, sports car. It's an Evo. It's all-wheel drive, 2.3-liter turbocharged manual car. It's It sacrifices every, it sacrifices RJ. economy and reliability Don't even. for performance. Let's just talk for a moment. Don't even. They are within 26 pounds. And can, 26? I, and can I make it worse? Yeah. The E39 M5 is heavier. Is it really? By it weighs, 30 pounds. It weighs 4,023 pounds. And the Chevrolet SS curb weight is 3,997 pounds. So please, tell me again. Which one's a sports car? Louder for the audience in the back. BMW E39 M5, not a sports car. Chevy SS, also not a sports car. So it's about the number of camshafts. He just said both weren't sports cars. Could be. I'm just gonna. Could, I'm just gonna. Whoa, I, gotta, whoa, whoa, I, gotta, whoa. I gotta take one out. I gotta take one out. I. You know. What, you, you're right. You made it both up. Tell me, I'm right again. No. Here's my thing. Blair's I first time ever happened through the ceiling right now. Okay, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to poke him with a needle to get him <laughs> out the door. Um. I don't know. To me, I think that. Like, the, wouldn't you guys agree that some sort of, like, analog has something to do with it, too? Like, the amount of... Driver connection and feel to the road? Yeah. Like, yeah. So how much road response do you think comes out of a Bugatti Chiron? Isn't it called Chiron? Chiron. Whatever. It should be called Chiron. Uh, Chiron. Let me say that is... It's fine. And the guys who built it will tell you, it is, like, the same ethos as an S65... S65 is a good car. Let's cover something. Yeah, S65 yeah, yeah. Coupe. 
Sports car, not a sports, sports car. car. They're all-wheel drive. You so it has rear. Dude, that's, that a, that's a luxury tour. Right? Don't you guys think? Luxury tour. Ferrari 599 GTB with a six-speed manual. Is Get more analog and more sports car. Sports car, car or supercar? It is a sports oh, car. Uh, Definitely sports car. That, I'm not arguing. No, I'd argue supercar. I'll say it's a supercar. Yeah. 599 GTO. Definitely supercar. Definitely just a supercar, not a sports car. Right. Ferrari 575M. Oh, they were Ooh. so bad, though. They weren't so they bad. Were they not sound bad. like they sound like the Dickens. I mean, they sound good, but and it was the newest production horrendous. model. Ferrari. V12, six-speed manual that you could get, standard. You had to option your 599 to be manual trans. All 512s were manual. You could not get an automatic. Or, I'm sorry, 575Ms. Were manual? Boy, we out here selling out of shit. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, Ferrari 308. Ooh, yeah, I know. Or, oh, wait, what's the terrible? F40. No, 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 shut up. Um, the Not Ferrari. Hold on a second. Car. I gotta look this car up because it's terrible. Bitch, hold my earrings. <laughs> Ferrari four one two. I love four one twos. That sports car. That's so that's weird. Though. Though. Have you seen hot. one? They, they, they look yes. great. They look like a ninety. That's a four wheeler. Yeah, they look. Like, like, they they look like an old. It's like a ninety three Corolla. <laughs> you can get a gated shifter. I think it's a twelve. Let me let me put a weird ball out there. Unos Cosmos. Or I'm sorry, is it, um, that's what George has, right? The three-rotor? Yeah. Yeah. Unos Cosmos. Four-speed automatic transmission, three-rotor engine, Mazda. Tur with twin turbos. With twin turbos. When are you happiest driving that car? When you're in it. That wasn't my question. When it's running? But that's... <laughs> ah, What's chance has three-rotor? Is that a 20B? What's that? Yeah. It's 20B. It's a 20, 20B twin turbo. Okay. Is the Unos Cosmo... No. Oh. No. Is a V6 Mustang? It's a, uh, it's along the same lines of an F12. V6 Mustang. No. Oh. GT Mustang. Yeah. GT500. No. <laughs> That's more of a Somebody, car. hello. This is a brief shout out to Shannon. <laughs> Please come collect your man. I can't handle him anymore. Catch your man. All right, all right, all right. All right. But, there's about... a, but there's a balance. Like I, it, it's just the way that I think is it's in proportion. It's got to be in proportion. You can't like if you take an Evo and you decide to throw a whole bunch of power at it. Doesn't no like, no modifications don't are count. Are the new Shelby F one right? But that's what I'm saying. You can change classes based upon like the overall. It's like when you're building a character in an RPG <coughs> and you have point. so many points to put in different you, places and the circle moves towards different purpose of you, intended all right, function. So you can make an Evo supercar fast. It's never going to be a supercar. No, it's not. You can make it supercar fast. It's not a supercar. I, I believe that. You can make an Evo that will it, it will blow any car away around the track. A, a G3 RS, G2 RS, an F40, uh, A12 super fast, a 488 GTB. Doesn't matter. It's not a supercar. Right. It's, there is. I think it's different. Actually, no, I'm going to kind of agree with you a little bit. I'm thinking about it. It's a whole package for the supercar. Supercar has to be everything. That's why I don't think the Hellcat's yeah. a supercar. And I think there's got to be it's a special. It's almost there. There's got to be a special element to it, too. Like, I feel like if you look at some of the stuff that's, so you know, where it's like NA. Like, would you no, I, I think it's right there as a supercar, but the whole package is not make it a supercar yeah. the gtr to me is a supercar because so, it's the whole package that so, makes it a supercar and I'm, and I'm kind of leaning a little bit in rj now that, now that i'm thinking about it more and developing my opinion i thesis. guess thesis so can we move it to the opposite side of the spectrum instead of what's got to get in the club right i think everything gets in the club and then you get into the, the more hard to get in clubs what's like the difference between a supercar and a hypercar uh, it's got to be innovation. my first thing, groundbreaking innovation hybrid exclusivity um, like exclusivity has nothing. I don't. To do I with just, it. I agree. Exclusivity should, have, should be because Morgan Air, Morgan's are exclusive, but they're not. They're not even. They're, they're barely supercars. An FQ four hundred Lancer Evolution in foreign markets is exclusive, but is not a hypercar. Exclusivity well, has nothing. I believe it's a portion of it. I will back you up. It is not. I will back you up. It is broadening the sense of what we think is functional engineering in a motor car. And listen, I'm gonna put the plug in because that's my plug. The Lexus LFA. They yeah. built this vehicle in 2005. Not a hypercar. Hold on. I'm not saying it is a hypercar. I'm Good. talking about development of... Ex no. Development of engineering. 
They built a custom carbon fiber loom to make the drive shaft two kilograms lighter. 4.4 pounds was enough to develop a million dollar technology to build a carbon drive shaft. When you advance the segment, that puts it on the hypercar level. And everybody jokes about the, not jokes, but everyone talks about the hybrid hypercars. Porsche 918, McLaren P1, and the Ferrari LaFerrari, Ferrari, LaFerrari, whatever you want to call it. They're all hypercars because they push the envelope of what was currently possible. And that doesn't matter with speed, has nothing to do with top end performance. If you put, nope, the Lexus LFA is verge of hypercar. Design. Oh, I, I agree. Well, it's but, uh, the so does the that mean older stuff that's pushed the envelope is now a hypercar? Well, no, no, no. When, it, when they came out, it's or a relative to Back in the day, a Daytona uh, Superbird built by Mopar, absolutely a hypercar. No. Hypercar wasn't even like a relative. No, hypercars did not come out until the 90s. That's my opinion. The first two being the Ferrari F40 and the Porsche 950. That was actually not going to be my argument. A full-size Dodge Charger run 200 miles an hour. That's not no hypercar. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think. So. I, I actually the hypercar coin originally came from Lamborghinis, not because they were performance, but because Lamborghinis were just fucking nuts. I will look at your... an old Countach or an old Diablo. This there's way faster cars of the era, but they are absolutely batshit wild because you can't back them so up. Hyper... You can't turn around. They're hard as hell to drive. All right, was the McLaren F1? The first hypercar, because that's where yes. I put the benchmark. Yeah, no, no, yes. no, no, no. I, 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 the hypercar definition has changed in the last twenty years. Hypercars are now cars. I agree that it push boundaries that change the game. Engineering let, let marvel. Me, well, but I want to say So no, let me finish. So the so the P one, the LaFerrari, the nineteen, literally were groundbreaking cars. They and they were also the fastest cars available at the time. Okay, they were hypercars. They, they still are hypercars. The trio. Um, this is my thing with the LFA is the LFA while it was a marvel of engineering and pushed the envelope was not it did not was it, it was not able to use its insane level of engineering to be one of the fastest cars ever produced in the history of man the LFA was somebody it's the sports car for the hyper OCD person it was it was, a, it was a halo car. Steph, a nice <laughs> it was a halo car the car yeah. is excellent it's fantastic it's engineering is wonderful it drives beautifully but it does not use its insane level of production and engineering that's supposed to push the envelope to make it better than something it's not using that technology. I want... So when do do you leave the hypercar group as technology advances? So you get in the club So let's. So when the the, the LFA... Or, I'm sorry, the P1... When does the P1 leave? It, It doesn't. So no, it's it's definition of as a hypercar when it was released. It was relative. So when the P1, the 19 and the Lafayette came out... They, it, which was five years ago, six 12, years, 13. six years ago, 12, 13. Yeah, six it's years ago. It's been a minute. So, they, so, six years ago, they and, and Jeremy Clarkson were the perfect They, uh, they, and specifically more so to the P1, he used this whenever he reviewed it, but they took this hybrid technology, and I'm, I'm going to quote him here, they used that was meant to lessen the impact of the com- internal combustion motor and used it to increase. The impact to the point where these cars were next level. The world had never seen anything on this level of speed and performance ever. They were at the top top of the line. So you're agreeing that in the 70s, the Mopar Daytona Superbird is that a hypercar? No, see, and that's and that's they what, took a blocky front engine. What about an original Ford GT40? That's uh, a hypercar in my book. Yeah. The, my issue with the Daytona is the fact that it is like the difference between the Hellcat and the Demon. Same platform, same basis, Man, but they went, I'm going to add some things, and then we got fast. So is an M3 a sports car? Yeah. So is a 320i a sports car? No. No. You can uh, completely change your genre by horsepower and suspension tuning. Oh, um, we said from the beginning, intended purpose. We, we, you, you used this I know, but like, a six-foot wing and intended purpose. I don't know, I got one downstairs. Nobody no, nobody built a Charger and went, I can make this thing do 200. Nobody said that. They were like, They literally oh. did. Somebody with a mullet's like, I can make this. Richard Petty is rolling over I right hope now. you know, somebody's IROC just fired up <laughs> ACDC loud on the radio, and they coming for you. <laughs> Bro, they cracked that All right, mullet. let me speak. Stop it. Let me speak to the McLaren F1. Because right. this is one that I've, I knew very very little about until recently, 
Blair's over here rubbing one out. Um, of course, I'm all about it. It has a BMW V12 in it. This car, it, I, you can argue hypercar, supercar, whatever. I want to say it's a hypercar. It is. That John makes 627 horsepower, has no anti-lock brakes, no traction control, and weighs less than a damn Miata. And we, hold on a second. Just real that, quick. that steps straight to your bat shit Oh, I agree. Insane. I agree. I, I agree with you. Uh, also, the McLaren F1, to this day, fastest naturally aspirated car ever produced. And what year did it come out? 1993. Yep. I wasn't here. It had gold foil, Same. matching luggage. One the gold the foil was always so the car didn't melt. <laughs> exactly. But... A center seating position. That was a hypercar in its day. And I don't care where you want to cut the pie of this is the year cutoff we're going to use for 10 seconds. The F1 was a hypercar when it came out. I believe the Shelby 427 Cobra was a hypercar when it came out. So do we agree that hypercars are essentially the cars that make you go, oh shit. The current car that pushes the envelope of both performance, driver dynamics, and technology, which again... Back in the day, mattered the F40, the 959. Go back another. The car shows you there's another level. So, so higher. in that aspect, do you think the new Tesla Roadster is going to be a hypercar? Uh, See, this he... is, here's, it's hard. It's hard to make an opinion based on speculation. Sure. Uh, but that, uh, it, that, it, okay, it could be. Supposedly, it's supposed to be it, fastest production car, 1.9, uh, up there with the couple others that do. But 1. It's, okay, it, it can't. It can't just be sure. A drag but it, push, it pushes the bounds of technology. Drives back. itself. Drives okay, it, okay it, here's, it, it's got to, and we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago when we talked about the Super. It's got to be the impact the car makes. The P1, the 19 La Ferrari, is, again, is a classic example. It's, in space. it's so it's good. It's impact on Mars. <laughs> it's true. It's going to save opportunity. That's why the batteries are on it. If they're saving the rover. <laughs> yes, let's cover something completely off topic. Everyone agree we can get behind one thing. The Mars rover opportunity was a sports car. Agreed? Yep. Can Agreed? I, can we have a moment of silence, please? Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Um, so the <laughs> car F. has to like Clean them solar panels. It has to be. It has to have the same impact that the the the, the hybrid trio did. They, it has to have. It can't just be like, oh, okay, it's a Tesla. Yeah, it's really really fast, but so does sort of a regular car. It's gonna be able to perform at all levels around a track, around everything. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It has to completely change. But it has two seats. So if we and take, only two doors. If we take what we know about Tesla now, regarding the disregarding the original Roadster. They they attempt to perform in every single area, but it's not. Uh, but I, the car was never. Their cars are not developed for the track at all, which I think is part of that whole thing. Well, they're not trying to sell track. Even cars the old right Roadster, now. and they're oh, still no, doing. No. Roadster, is, is, that car's like. Let's not talk about the original <laughs> Roadster. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a burger into this conversation. I want to get in the game. I want to get something hot and spicy going. X5M, X6N, Porsche Cayenne Turbo. Do we hold on? SRTA Jeeps, Hellcat or Trackhawk Jeep. Are these sports ve like I know sports utility vehicle? If you want to get pissy and technical, a Kia Sportage is a sports utility vehicle. Intended function. Are they sports cars? Intended function. I agree with you. I see you mocking me. Intended function goes. I think we should finish this hypercar thing, then we can branch back to the SUVs, which is a weird discussion. So can you fall out of being a hypercar? No. Do you think someday the F1 won't be it's, a hypercar? But it's hypercar to relative its to its time. era. It's relative to its era. I mean, I think the F1 is batshit crazy any way you spin it. Is it still, it, is it yeah. still a hypercar right now? Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like, it's because like if at... anybody came to a boardroom table and said, I want to make this car that weighs less than a Miata, has X amount of horsepower, and has no mechanical aids... They would say, get the fuck out of here. We're not building yeah. that. Not to mention so, it wouldn't be DOT legal unless you built less than 25 of them. We got right, lobby, I have a question. For that. What are the current hypercars that are on sale today? 918. On sale. The McLaren oh, right. Senna just sold the last model, but I will, I will you say think the, the McLaren is a hypercar? Senna. I do. I don't know if I think the Regera is a... I guess it is because of Koenigsegg's whole thing. The, the, the Regera was never... You can't say currently on sale because you realize those things are essentially sold out. Oh, I, okay, but like off. the like current 2019s. Like, 2018, yeah. 2019 model year? I don't know if I agree the Regera is. Like the 1 to 1, 100%. The Regera R, 100%. The Regera... I guess I have to. I mean, it's more... Mm. But the Regera... That's the thing. Koenigsegg even said that. Christian says like the Regera wasn't built to break records. It wasn't built to be fucking groundbreaking. 
in terms of its performance, it's built to be like it's it's crazy car. It's a transmission, but it's got a hydraulic coupler. Oh, yeah, it's a transmission. AKA, a and the car right? is definitely groundbreaking, but it's they don't really care. Like uh, we don't really care about the track time this car puts down. Yeah, yeah. it's not important to us. It is a Grand Tour. It is the no. I want to sit on the autobahn at 180 miles an hour. Listen to once again my Beethoven with my supermodel wife next to me with a whole bunch of luggage and go to Sweden because but I'm bored in Germany. Just because you can get all of those things, it isn't a sports car because it fulfills everything you want it to do. Because listen, if you're in your DBS with your wife in the passenger seat, with your luggage in the back, and you're hitting a back road, you're telling me you're not going to be smiling ear to ear. I agree with you. It's a Grand Tour, but Grand Tours are sports cars. The definition of me to, of a Grand Tour is something that is, like, think about it in the terms of, like, clicks of an audio, like, knob. Three clicks more than a sports car. Because it is a sports car, but at the same time, you get the creature comforts, the heated parts. But it's a sports car. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sit there and say an F12 is not a sports car, I think you're crazy. Okay. DBS, not a sports car, I think you're crazy. Even if it's Grand Touresque, I think the Ferrari FF is a sports car or a supercar. Even though it has a liftgate, a hatchback glass, and four seats. And all the drive. All right, so um, I just, just, just going to rattle off uh, a few here. Uh, excuse me. SVJ, Aventador. Hypercar. No. Really? Super, nope. Supercar. Not supercar, a hypercar. Yes. Oh, supercar. Supercar, absolutely not hypercar. It's not crazy enough. Once again, they said... Here's my thing about it being uh, a crazy enough fastest car around the Nürburgring. Ever. Yeah. A rental. That is... A radical? I said a rental. It's the same way with going with Dodge Charger to Dodge Daytona. They uh, slapped some shit on it and went... But the S- I feel like the SVJ, actually, I hold that similar to the uh, F1, McLaren F1. It is NA, It's and McLaren, who is notorious, they've, they've made these giant, heavy, fucking big V12 cars for so long... That like they were never really chosen to be sport like back in the game when uh, like in the Quintosh, the Diablo, Murcielago even they weren't like the really the sport sports cars like when he's like oh, they, they can't suck against a Ferrari on a track it's not the same. SV- where's Le- Ferrari's never doesn't have anything to touch the SVJ. All right, moving on. Yeah, G2 RS hypercar. Uh, no, no. no, no, sir. Supercar. We said exclusivity right, plays into this. I don't believe exclusivity no, does. It, the thing with this. Once again, it's common platform, bigger it's, motor. It's a common platform, bigger motor. Exactly. It's got two turbos, right? Yeah. It's a faster turbo. It's a GT3 RS that makes 700 horsepower. But two turbos. Like, but hold on. Yeah. See, what we said about the hypercars, it, it pushes the envelope. It, 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 it redefines performance in a vehicle. And the reason I said I the SVJ... The it does far. not... Oh, stop, stop. The reason I'm using the SVJ and the GT2 RS is because they are both... I believe they are one and two, the fastest cars ever on the Nurburgring. And I hate to use that staple, but in the car world, when it comes to performance vehicles, the Nurburgring is like the staple. That is what picks. It's like you define. All right, and that's another one. Uh, the Rimic uh, is also in stupid fast car. Type R. Hypercar. Rimic's 100% a- hypercar. And it's also electric. Uh, I want to go a little off of that. If we're going to talk Nurburgring times, uh, Civic Type R, as Joe said, is front-wheel drive, 300 horsepower, one of the fastest cars in the Nurburgring. And that's front-wheel drive. It's, it is the fastest front-wheel drive car in the Is front-wheel drive, production. can you have a front-wheel drive sports car? I agree. Yes. I don't believe you can have a front-wheel drive hypercar. No. Uh, no. I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> front-wheel drive sports car, 100%. <laughs> a front-wheel drive hypercar? Would someone make one is the real question. Front-wheel drive supercar? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I don't like Okay, you could. You. <laughs> no one would make one, though. <laughs> Nobody's built that yet. <laughs> well, it, you couldn't drive it. It wouldn't be exactly. drivable. At the level that a supercar performs at, I don't believe that you could possibly make it work with a front-wheel drive car. No, hold on. Hold oh, on. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and I gentlemen, RJ Kreesock. Right. I'm looking at the difference in lap times between the P1 and the GT2 RS. So the GT2 RS... Can I throw the Civic Type R in there real quick, too? I want to see how many seconds it is. Yeah, well, uh, the GT2 RS was 643... Or 647.3... <laughs> And then I went to the P1, but it turns out it's the P1 LM, which is considered a production car. Even though it's not road legal. Uh, it is road legal. The P1 LM is absolutely not, unless it was converted by aftermarket to be road legal. Okay. 
But that comes to 643.2. I'm saying we should be using red legal cars. Okay. Uh, but I'm just I'm just saying like to give you a perspective of it's only uh three and some chance three point one seconds four point one seconds slower or three point nine seconds slower. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me throw a bone in there then. A radical. I SR, knew it was coming. Radical SR8, not a road car. Super. Where do you, no? I'm not asking supercar, hypercar, sports car. I don't give a shit. Econobox minivan. What is it? Is it a track car? It is. A, it is road legal. Is it's, 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 it's an SR8 is not a yes. I'm literally reading it. Uh, production sports here. Ready for the radical SR8 LM's time of a 6:48 set in August of 2009, which is a long time ago. Uh, it's produ- only hold a on. second slower. Production sports car with road going production car status. Road legal version is available with British single vehicle approval. Timing overseen by Evo Magazine, who considers it to be a road legal production car, timed by Sport Auto, who did not consider it to be a road legal production car lap, which is an interesting argument. I vaguely respect Top Gear rules. The Top Gear rule of it must be able to clear a speed bump. I think that's important. Your car can't. Not a sports car. Ooh, that's funny. What's <laughs> um, a sports car? Shit, Stay tuned to the Cold Pizza po- <laughs> Cold Pizza Podcast next week. Our stance cars, sports oh, cars. <laughs> next week uh, when we're on the murder podcast. <laughs> um, Who done it? <laughs> see where. What is the safe word for that podcast? Uh, Pineapple juice. Saskatchewan. NASCAR. <laughs> the the LM's road needs time needs to be a word you'd never say on purpose. The NASCAR. <laughs> the LM's ring time or SRA LM's ring time is it radical is a weird one because their cars are like they're basically almost kit cars. Some of them are kit cars, really. The SRA LM is in a weird position, and same with the SR, the actual original SRA, which was done in which by the way has I believe it's the one two three fifth fastest lap time by a production vehicle ever six fifty five set in two thousand and five. Ew. So, 14 years ago, this car went around a track, and it has headlights and taillights, and I'm assuming turn signals and a horn. Um, again, it's but it's like a weird spec. Like you'd probably never ever drive that car on a road, especially the LM car. Hold my beer. I know. Uh, it's it, and, it, and that's and I don't even know if I, us arguing about it. Like that's I guess you get determination you got to make for yourself. Like, do you think that's a production car legally? Is it a production car? Quote unquote. Maybe. SRT ten What about what about an Acura ZDX? That's illegal. It has that to be ain't supposed drive. to be here. Three point five um, liter. All wheel drive. Do you guys ever two doors? What about North Let's go, baby. I want a bagged Acura ZDX, and I thought about it before any of you thought about it. <laughs> All right. Blair, Blair did tell me that a couple months ago. So any just anyway, back to uh, these hypercar things. So for yeah, first and second is the SVJ and the nine eleven GT two RS, and we're saying they're not hypercars. It's a, it's a, you can say that. I'm just asking. Okay, because we're going to keep going down the list. I feel like if you say one is, you have to say the other is. Just I, well, uh, you know lap, what? Actually, here's the thing. If, you, if you're saying it, so close. If you, I know you can't so many base variables. it off the lap time. I'm, I'm changing up my, my own argument, actually. You can't. The lap time is a good descriptor. It's going to be, but to call it a hypercar based purely off its lap performance of the Nürburgring. Well, as an excellent benchmark, I don't know. If that's the complete. I think package. hypercar. I think hypercars need to have an essence of, like it's not exclusivity in terms of models produced and for sale. I'm saying it's individual production. So, sorry, Porsche fans. I'm really apologize that I said both Porsche and not Porsche, and I'm about to say this: that if you put a really fast engine in a 911 GT2 RS and a really good tires and a well sorted suspension. <coughs> You don't move its class. It's still a supercar, but it's not a hypercar. Yeah, I agree with that. It's on the same chassis. And by that logic, I don't... An Aventador SVJ is a very large talk about topic because the Aventador is a supercar for every intent and purpose. But I don't know if the SVJ is a hypercar. But I think the 911 GT2 RS is a hypercar. So, all right, and by that logic, if you break it all the way down, a base Lancer front wheel drive ES Lancer is not a sports car, but an Evo is. Gumpert Apollo. Sports car. Hypercar. Hypercar? Hypercar. Hypercar. Because it, uh, it is, I believe, the 10th fa- or the 9th fastest car on the ring, and it's at this time in 2009. 
That's wild. Um, but it was also just, wasn't it, like, bare bones? Like, the most... There bare is bare. no seat rail. They it's take your there. measurements and bolt the pads that you sit in to the chassis. Yeah. I forgot that car existed. Gumper, Paul, Gumper went out of business. I think they actually just came back with that weirdo vehicle you like so much. Oh, yes. Um, God, is she sexy. Hypercar. Uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, Chiron Hypercar. Yes. No. Grand Tour. Veyron SS, when it came out. Hypercar. Hypercar. Hands down. Uh, because yeah. it was a really fast car. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. And it looked like a uh, Cayenne Trans Hypercar. SSC Ultimate It looked like Arrow. a Halloween Skittle. What? SSC Ultimate Arrow. Hypercar. Hypercar. What the Hyper-car. hell is that? Okay, I gotta That's get on That's pure sex. Things that define that I Hennessy Venom GT. Hypercar. 100%. SSC what? Oh, Ultimate Arrow. But it's also a Turbo LS. So is it really innovating anything other than a, than a body platform? The, other than a Chinese Choo Choo Boy and one camshaft? XJ220. Hypercar. Hypercar. Uh, Wasn't the... X- Muria. Please, somebody or, fact check me. XJ... Mura? Nah, that's Hypercar. Not a hypercar. Not a hypercar. Porsche 959. Why not? The Hi- Miro defined, is defined as the first supercar. A lot of people use that descriptor for it. The tr- the first true supercar was the, was the Miro. And he just asked if a Ferrari F40, Porsche 959, or hyper or supercars. Ooh, I have to say they're supercars. That's they might be the first hypercars, but that is a very blurry area. Because that's when, honestly, that's when turbocharged innovation came about. That was the big like push, the first car to break 200 miles an hour, I believe. You know what I love about the F40 is before the new California Twin Turbo, the F40 was the only car Ferrari has ever produced with turbochargers, ever, in the history of the brand. Why do you want your Encore to be a California T? No, but my point like my, my point is that besides the California Twin Turbo, that was the only one that, because Ferrari, Ferrari was like, we couldn't do it any other way, which I think is... I just like that. I think that's really. I think it's interesting. CG2. They couldn't push it out with natural. I think it was just because Audi was out here making a whole bunch of whoosh noises with a Group B car, and they were just like, "We gotta get in on this." <laughs> Is it roof or rough? Rough. 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 Okay, I've heard German people say it the other way. Well, it's supposed to be CT two R Yellowbird. Ooh, yeah, I knew, I knew you were. We're, say we're talking about bird. porches, right? Okay, this Porsche. one. CT two R Yellowbird is the Doctor Killer. It was a narrow body Porsche that made. Absurd amounts of horsepower. It was. We brought it back in house. We got real hands on it. We got hypercar. I'll say hypercar. No. Uh, I, my argument for the reasons on hypercar is for, is twofold. Uh, the car, while it was amazing and and killed a lot of people and was incredibly insane. All right, and actually, I'm quite, I'm gonna follow up with that too. Uh, it was a post market car essentially because Ruff reproduced it from Porsche. Um, is the Carrera GT a hypercar? Yes. Okay, here, let me let me step to this. This is kind of related, kind of completely unrelated. Some of you know, if, especially if you had me on Facebook, my dad turned 50 last month, and every time I talk to him, I troll the shit out of him. Like, you have a... Why, like, why are you mean to your dad? Because Reckless Ron needs to be trolled sometimes. Yeah, we love him, though. Reckless Ron, every time I talk to him, I'm like, you have a midlife crisis yet? You have a midlife crisis? I want him to buy a 911 in the worst way. I get to work yesterday... And I don't text and drive. So my phone was on the passenger seat. I get to work. And I look at my phone. I have a text from Ron that says, I like this one, dot, dot, dot. And it is a silver Carrera GT, to which I replied, you'd die in that in 20 minutes or less. V10, six-speed, no ABS, no traction control. I believe it does an ABS, actually. Pretty sure it does. Okay. I, but still, I point been, remains. This, point was, remains. this was oh, baby, 5.30 like in the morning. That's I said, that's how Paul Walker died. They're sick as hell, though. To which he replied, three laughing emojis. They're also expensive as fuck. Well, I know. That's why he says, oh, I like this one. Because now he has an excuse to not buy a Porsche. Got it. Uh, interestingly, the motor in that car was a 100% built-for racing engine. Yeah. Has they absolutely it, no... stuck it on a shelf, and then they were like... They stuck it on a shelf three times. Then they were like, oh, we fuck do it. Something with it. Let's build a car. Well, after... So, in like any... Yeah, early 2000s, when Porsche started doing really, really well, they're like, oh, we should build a Halo car. It's like, what are we going to put it? Like, well, we have that. <laughs> 
We've, we've, we've tried to use it in three different cars for three different forms of racing, and we failed every fucking time. I'm or gonna, they close the I imagine some guy comes sure. out with like a lab coat on. He's like, we can do this. And they're like, no, no, no. Put that guy back in the back again. <laughs> and so they bolted the motor to the chassis, and it's, and it's a death machine. It's insanely hard to drive. Uh, anyway, I, so. back to sports cars and hypercars. I think that this is actually one of the few podcasts that we can bleed this over into next week's. Genuinely, because there's so much more I have to talk. Do we want to do one next week instead of every two? Like, Can do we, we do like to... a midweek? This pizza is four days old, but I'm still gonna put it in the microwave and eat it for yeah. breakfast. Podcast. Yep. Uh, eat a cold or bust, buddies. Cold pizza, right, so not we... microwave yesterday's pizza from four days ago. I always pizza. microwave old pizza. Three thousand GTV no, or four. We can't be friends. Sports car, hundred percent. Selena seven twin turbo. So maybe oh. hypercar, hypercar. That's a that is a that That's is a dark hypercar. horse. That is a dark horse if I've ever heard it. Uh, the Selena Seven actually, when I was I have a poster of that somewhere in it my parents' look, house. I thought that car was legendary. Um, and it, Selena also, which has a checkered past. Um, Selena Seven. I, I don't know about hypercar. It's, it's RJ's right. got something. My, my favorite thing I've seen on Facebook in the past week was a Celine Mustang Cobra. That was two JZ swapped. Can I, <laughs> so it's reliable. Can I can I hop in here quick? Yo. You may. Chrysler ME four twelve. I forgot that car even they exists. Didn't even so build, here's the thing. They didn't in, even build it over two hundred twenty miles an hour but on the, the straight track. The <laughs> only reason I can think of that is because I'm going through in my Midnight head. Midnight Club Dub Edition two. That was part of it, but I also at one of those you know those fairs that they used to have for like things that you could buy in your library. Like the little scholastic book, yeah, fair, the book, fair, book fairs. I bought a calendar, a small book that had the first gen Bugatti Veyron, like the 981 or 987 horse one, the red and black with silver wheels, and it had a whole bunch of stuff in it. And the M, if I can find it, I would love it. The ME412 was in there, and this car to me just made no what? sense because it looked like my grandmother's 300C, but they were like. I have to make a few points with the ME412. If it would have went into production, it would have been the fastest, most powerful road-going production vehicle ever made. What in, it, ever. It had 850 horsepower from a Mercedes-Benz V12. So it's a Pagani. It's a Pagani. Holy shit, I yeah. didn't know that. It's a Pagani. Yeah. Was, also, about, <laughs> if we're going to talk about the Chrysler ME412 Cadillac CN, the 100-year anniversary oh. Cadillac. What did they have for a motor? If the car would have ever been presumed for towing a car. Uh, every Zonda ever, every Pagani ever made hypercar. Yes. Well, by our definition, then, what makes us, we're being hypocritical. No, I'm saying the Zondas were not hypercars. So I disagree. Pl- Zondas uh, were supercars, hyper- for sure. No. Supercars. I'm going to say Zondas are supercars, but not hypercars. What about the R? The Zonda R, the Revolution, right, is... the Shinkway and the Revolution, <laughs> hypercar. The, the, the Shinkway is, is less of the Revolution. Well, the Revolution Boil is not... Boil this down. We're literally talking about Lancer ES is not a sports Slap car. We got to wrap this up here the, shortly, folks. Basically, the, we haven't come we to a hungry. conclusion. The Revolution was dumb fast. Was ridiculously fast. The Revolution a is a is a, a garage piece because you can't drive it anywhere. You can't do anything. No, with because it. the car is loud as sin. And uh, it's illegal on just by every track. But, but it ran a six forty seven. I, I believe it, it was it ran yeah it ran a six forty seven around the ring when the car came out like six seven years ago, mm-hmm. which was unheard of, faster than any other car ever been around the ring up until the SVJ and the GTRS. Um, the Zonda itself. Which Pagani refuses to stop making. Uh, no, they don't make it, but they f- refused to, to stop making. That car was pretty game-changing for a while. I would argue it's up there hypercar status. I don't know if it quite reaches it. The Zonda R definitely does. Horatio Pagani is... A madman. Horatio Pagani is fucking If nut. you could lock him, Christian Von Koenigsegg, and Elon Musk in a room together, they would build the nastiest fucking car where they would kill each other in the first 20 minutes. I think they would just kill each other. Um, more so the Horatio part. I feel like Elon and Koenigsegg built a car together. Christian, that would be that, great. That'd be wild. When you mix in Horatio, because Horatio... He's just no eccentric, valves. like, over the top. Like, the shifter linkage and shit that they do in the Paganis is beautiful, but completely unnecessary. Cause, but, but their car... But uh, it, that's the Pagani, that's the Pagani oh. thing. No, I, I mean, that's... I love the mirrors, how they come out. They look like fucking bug antennas yep. when they come out. It's... Hit me. He... Builds beautiful cars, but he is a fucking madman. I'm just going to hop one thing, and I, I think we can probably end on this just because we're talking about, like, old, obscure, uh, early 2000s vehicles. So I'm talking about the Cadillac CN, which I don't know if anybody's really familiar with, but Cadillac went 
like Blair said, for our 100th anniversary, we're going to do something wild. So in 2002, the Detroit Auto Show, they released this vehicle. And the CN was a mid-engine Cadillac, almost looked like a uh, an XLR. And they planned on putting a 7.5-liter North Star-based V12 in it. And I don't know how to feel about that. And I kind of wish I saw it, but it would I'm probably I'm feeling like we're changing head gaskets. Uh, <laughs> let's just wrap this up here, okay? So one last thing. Let's find out. Is a 300 SL a hypercar? Sports car. For sure, sports car. In its day. I will also chime in with sports car. Ah, potentially supercar. I... I'm gonna put it at supercar. It's into the metal. Yeah. Definitely yeah. supercar. Sports but I don't think it's supercar. But it's like a it's like a Grand Tour as well. Yeah. It's yeah, that's like Grand Tour. Like that's what was faster? that's like borderline supercar. I want to say no, definitely supercar. What? Uh, here's a good point. What was faster than an SL when it came out? Uh, it's not even about fast. It's about the future of engineering. It is about fast. It is about fast. Because it has to be. It can't, right. well, that's why LFA we're, is not a hypercar. We're going to wrap this right well, here. What we learned, RJ is wrong. Facts. No, not completely. Because I was definitely told that I changed my it? opinion <laughs> about listening Sean's to RJ. sitting here the whole time. You hey, didn't hey, say fuck that you. Much. I did. Sean is our resident. Pull this up on Google search and tell us which one it is. He's like Jamie on the Joe Rogan podcast. Sean is the whole Sean, reason Sean, put that this up is there. fucking working. Sean, put that on the screen. Top because the screen. we bought this new mic. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So Sean's been sitting here running the computer and playing with everything. So shout out to Sean. He's definitely welcome back. Appreciate um, you. Yeah, we appreciate you. And uh, I don't know. We'll wrap this. We'll we'll have story time with RJ and Chance on the next one. Ooh. And throw and throw comments down there. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, throw comments. We want to hear what you, you guys. Off, please. Yeah, because. I know this was and just a bunch us. of incoherent rambling. No, 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 no. Give us something to argue about. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the that, best. That's thing. all we need is we just need a topic and we'll go at it. Um, like I said, the hoodies dropped tonight, so if you want to head over to the website and check that out, um, at Horsepower Pizza on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much anything else. We're still trying to figure out how the hell to get this onto iTunes because my website is. While it's user-friendly, it's not very programmer-friendly. So, yeah, Blair says, it's still a piece of garbage. <laughs> and we're going to end with that. So thanks for listening to the Cold Pizza Podcast. We will catch you either later this week or on normal schedule two Sundays from now. Peace.